Now, we've all done some sitting, so I'd like you to talk, do some standing, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Internally, standing is very similar to sitting internally, similar logic to it, in that we are uh, standing to transfer the weight of the body, but now instead of transferring it through the tailbone, you're transferring it through the, the uh, ankles and feet. Mm-hmm. And instead of... Um, but the same kind of logic, there's the spinal axis, yeah. Now, we all stand, but we very rarely stand for very long. And when we stand, we may fidget or lean on something. So now, standing in meditation is standing to experience the fullness of standing in as unconstricted a way as possible and as stable, steady a way as possible. And coming into the feet. Now, spend a few moments just fully, really feeling your feet very completely. Um, the toes, balls of the feet, the heels. What happens when you move weight from one leg to the other leg? Feeling the pressure increase on one foot, on the other foot. Mm. Bend your knees, feel the effect of that. Gently bending the knees, more weight going down into the foot. They're quite capable of taking that. There's no, you know, feet are built for this kind of thing. So you can get all your weight down on one leg, bend your knee, and the foot is, that's okay. You can even lift your body on one leg and foot, foot, that's okay. You can do that. And in doing this, we are in a way encouraging more of our awareness and attention to go down into the feet and away from other places in the body which may have too much stuff stuck up there. Softening the knees moving weight from one leg to the other, feeling the flexion, the muscles in the feet and the ankles. And keeping the knees soft and also relax in the belly and in the the backside, the buttocks, as if you had a tail and you're dropping the tail. Or as you're about to sit down, that, that sort of sense. It's just a slight softening and relaxing low in the, in the abdomen. Yeah. These are places that will tend to be more constricted. Mm. We often lean on our hips, you know. Now you're loosening your hips, so all the weight's going to go down into your feet rather than lodge in the center of your body. Relaxing the belly is really helpful. 
this is where we get quite a lot of nerviness for one reason or another this helps to relax the belly and because that nerviness will tend to generate emotions when we relax the body the emotions also soften become less uh, obstruction obstructive next area of your body to be aware of is your chest and particularly say around the chest recognize your chest as a barrel and so between your chest and your arms how is that? so your arms are slightly away and feeling plenty of loose space around your chest flex your arms a little bit to get a sense of that yeah we don't and we may notice that um, for one reason or another often we're a little bit chest is somewhat pinned somewhat defensive because this is where you know stuff's going to hit so now benefiting from the sense of safety non-intrusion we can open the chest and relax the arms sides of the body so then feeling your spine from the tail up through the torso the neck and bringing the head back till the head is balanced more like a a ball on top of a fountain on top of a stream of water let your arms feel long standing So with your eyes slightly open, but the gaze is uh, wide, not looking at anything in particular, and steady, we experience a bodily sense called balance. Balance is a very fine thing. It's not really a sensation, it's an absence of stress, an absence of having to hold. Things are in balance, means things are just nicely poised. That's a very fine sense, refined. And it has a certain, the mind picks up a certain emotional quality with that. I'm confident, I'm comfortable. There's no pressure. So 
bodily balance, mental poise, mental equilibrium. Now, if there's any object to to be with, it's this one. But notice, you don't really have to. It's not really an object in the normal sense. It's not something you can kind of. Oh, it's there. This particular point. It's an overall sense, isn't it? Is it in your eyes or your head or your feet? It's everything. If everything is lined up, there's the absence of stress. And the absence of stress has to be everywhere, otherwise there's stress. So there's no particular location in, in terms of the external sense. It's not in your chest or your knees, it's everywhere. Externally. Internally, it feels like an, uh, an upright as an upright center, that's quite fine, but it also spreads. Sense of balance, there's no particular boundary to it. Unlike a visual object, you can't find the edge of it if you're really balanced. A very conducive theme. Can't really call it an object in the old way. Um, that your, if your mind can pick that up, it drops stress. Now, there is a development in time with this. Uh, so when it's very new, when you're very new to it, you may experience various difficulties which come from having this constricted uh, body or constricted mind. You may feel shaky or dizzy or uncomfortable in your shoulders or just restless. And the encouragement is just to see if you can just bear with it a little bit longer, keeping your eye, using the eyes to help, the space to help, particularly the feet to help, and see if some of that difficulty can blow through. Yeah. See if you can find within that difficulty enough composure without forcing or tightening to let things move through. Things that the body is trying to heal itself. Mm. And uh, as you've seen, 
with an external wound, the healing process is a little bit messy at times. Breathing in, breathing out. May I be well. So that's a taste. We'll pause there. You can obviously you can come back to that uh, and develop it, or let it develop. That's just the taster. The other thing we're going to do, obviously, is walking, and I've spoken a lot already. Don't want to say too much, but try to walk like all of you is walking, not just your feet. Keep your eyes soft. And you notice if the whole body is walking, this means you have to begin a walk around your waist, your back and waist, because that's what lifts the leg. Hmm? You lift your leg from your waist and back and hip, it's a light leg. Right? The muscles of the leg haven't operated. We lift from here, the leg is light. Yeah? Because we're not going to go anywhere, so there's no hurry. And how does the leg move? Because your body swings it. So something about, you know, the whole body. And you notice if your upper body is relaxed, if you gently, just a little swing, you know, we're looking at a few centimeters really. And the flexing, your right leg swings forward, your right shoulder supports it by drawing back a little. This means it's more composed now, otherwise we sort of lurch, you know, particularly if you're doing it slowly. But if you do it, if your right upper body tends to hold back when your right leg comes forward, doesn't matter how slowly you do it, you never lose balance. Because the weight is being moderated through the upper body. And whole body walking is associated with strolling, nowhere Nowhere to go, no hurry, beach. It's associated with these, a sense of easy leisure. I recommend this, because a lot of our movements are not of that nature. And it's a sense of composed leisure. And composure. You sense the sensations. But the most important thing to experience as a single thing is the sense of the flowing balance and movement that has no particular location so the jitter is quite open with that eyes are soft so I'm not trying to concentrate my mind on walking so play with that one for a while and Sitting, walking, standing, 
rest of the morning, find your own times for that. And we'll meet again this afternoon.